Coming up on the next episode of The Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson, we are going to explain all of the myths surrounding co-management and coexistence and explain to you exactly what the difference is between the two. We're also going to walk you through what it means to modernize your modern workplace on Windows, with Office, management from the cloud, and how to enable it. Hello and welcome to The Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson. This is episode 1906 and we're going to be talking about Windows management inside of the modern workplace today. Yeah, you know, we're, it's really fascinating to kind of watch what is happening right now as you watch how much the, the world is accelerating their move to Windows 10. Mm -hmm. And a big part of what we've been working on is how do we help organizations modernize their workplace? Yeah, and there's a lot of folks that are coming to us and almost every single EBC we're doing, people are just trying to get themselves up onto Windows 10 because there's a lot of benefits to being on Windows 10. Things like um, better levels of security that can be achieved really easily. Your users start to become more productive. You can take advantage of these amazing new devices that people really take a lot of delight in using. Yeah. Yeah, so let's actually talk a little bit about what we mean when we say, what does it mean to have a modernized workplace, or how do we help you modernize? It's a very kind of amorphous um, word. What does it mean to modernize? And so let's see if we can make it a little bit more concrete. Yeah. So first of all, as we think about the modern workplace, and we think about specifically what it means to have a modern Windows 10 deployment, this, this, this chart right here, I think, does a really good job of representing what that is. So first of all, as we think about, you know, your Windows environment, what it means for it to be modern, first of all, you're on Windows 10. Yep. You're using Office Pro Plus. Mm -hmm and you're having uh, intelligence delivered from the cloud to enhance your management. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about those in, one by one and give some examples. First, you mentioned Windows 10. You know, talk a little bit more about why people are upgrading to Windows 10 at such an incredible rate, and what's the value that they're seeing as they go to Windows 10? Well, I think the, the really key thing from an end user point of view, in fact, actually, that's probably the key thing. There are end user benefits and there's benefits right. for IT. Um, from an end user point of view, you've got these devices which are, well, they're just beautiful. Yeah. They, are, they come directly out of a box. You can take your device. It can go through an autopilot experience to set it up. You don't have to do um, the heavyweight imaging that we used to have to do in the past. And people can, that means people can just get up and running far, far quicker. And the experience for end users is just so much better than it like, was can you, a few I can't imagine living on a device that doesn't have touch. Yeah. I mean, I'm so accustomed to using touch now and the way that Windows 10 gives me that ability to do touch or mouse or different kinds of input. It's, it, it, for me, it was game-changing, yeah. and we see that. And then the IT piece of it is all about the security. It is. You know, you think about Windows 7 versus Windows 10. You know, Windows 7 was built more than a decade ago, but I'll tell you what, the technology and the approaches that the attackers are using has got a lot more sophisticated in those 10 mm -hmm. years. And so Windows 10 is built with modern attacks, with modern security in mind. And so as I look at organizations as they're upgrading, you talk about the benefits that they're expecting to see from it. IT loves the fact that it's more secure mm -hmm. and it's built for the, the, the modern attacks. Users love it because you have these incredible devices with touch as a better experience. Now, let me give a couple of numbers on Windows 10. Yeah. You know, I was looking at some of the, the data of Config Manager, and now we are, we are north of 60% of all of the PCs that are being managed by Config Manager are now um, on Windows 10. Mm -hmm. That fascinating thing about that is, is the rate of upgrade from 7 to 10 has accelerated by more than 20% since the first of the year. So if you take a look at, at calendar year 2018, for the bulk of the year, we were seeing Config Manager upgrading a PC from 7 to 10 about once a second. Mm -hmm. Now it's every 0.78 seconds. So wow. every hour, there's almost 5,000 PCs that have been upgraded around the globe. And that's just not business hours. That is like hours of the day. Mm -hmm. 
And so we see this, 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 this incredible acceleration. Another interesting thing that I, that I was looking at the data is we're seeing less fragmentation in terms of the, the different versions of Windows 10 that people are using mm. today. More than 70% of, of all of the commercial devices on Windows 10 are either on RS3, 4, or 5. And so, you know, that means they're largely within, within a year of, of, of the release. And so we, we, we love to see the fact that organizations are getting to CAN, which we say mm -hmm. get current, yep. and then they're staying current. Okay? All right, so Windows 10, that's the first thing about modernizing. Get up to Windows 10, and then we'll, we will help you as we get into some of the, the modern management here to stay current with, with future versions of Windows 10. Let's talk about Office Pro Plus for a minute. And this is one of those fascinating things. I was with a group of, uh, of customers yesterday, and I asked them, I said, hey, what do you think Microsoft would encourage you to use? Office 2019 or Office Pro Plus? Mm -hmm. And it's fascinating how often I hear people say Office 2019 because it's the latest year. Well, actually, yeah. we want you to use Office Pro Plus because Office Pro Plus is the version that is cloud attached, cloud enabled, mm -hmm. cloud enlightened. Yeah. And so, you know, we talk about how the cloud can make users more productive, and it is the Office Pro applications that do that. And so, you know, as you think about modernizing your environment, Windows 10 with Office Pro Plus on it, and let's just, let's just show, for example, some of the things that Office Pro Plus enables. I'm looking at a standard deck here in, in, in PowerPoint. This is Office Pro Plus. I'm sure everyone who's watching this has built a deck just like this. I have thousands of times where it's mm -hmm. just you know a blank screen. It's a bunch of text, but there's nothing exciting about it. Let's show you how AI works in, in, the, in the context of Office. I'm going to go just paste a picture in here. This is what we call Designer. Designer comes up, and look, I can now have all these options that it enables me to select from. And I can just imagine, I mean, I have this slide that looks like there was a professional designer that I paid who knows how much to do. It's intelligent, like it sees here that it's milestones. And so right here, it gives me a bunch of suggestions of what I can prove, what I can do. How long would it have taken me to build that slide that was now done in 20 or 30 seconds? You know, likewise here, there are some goals here, there's different options it can give me. You know, you, you get the idea here, but you know, we now have literally, there are millions and millions of these slide suggestions every single day that are done. And you look at this deck now, I can come put this into play mode here. And I now have got this amazingly beautiful deck that looks like it was designed by a professional. I'm proud to have. Mm -hmm. And it was all done through AI in less than a minute. Yeah, that is really amazing. And I think when you compare the side by side with what it would take to do that in the, the non-cloud connected version, yeah. the Office 2019 version, yeah. um, there's a very big difference between those two. Yeah, in fact, you know, if you want to have some fun with this, go out and take a look on YouTube and do a search for Microsoft Office Twins Challenge. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's three videos up there that show two identical twins trying to accomplish the same task in the traditional Office apps and the Office Pro Plus using Excel, Word, and PowerPoint. It's just fun to see the difference. Yeah. But this is power. This is the cloud enhancing your users' productivity. Please give it to them. Please, if you've not deployed the Office Pro apps to your users, get them out there. That's a core part of modernizing. And if you're just thinking, well, these are all nice user features, what does that really mean to the bottom line of my business? Well, just think about it. Just by working on that PowerPoint, you just save minutes of productivity. Hours. Hours, probably. Yeah. And the same thing's true with when you modernize Windows and move to Windows 10, move to this beautiful modern hardware, your boot times, they can end up at 25 seconds. Yeah, we saw that last month. Start yeah. to, from literally yeah. turning the machine on to being fully productive and inside of, inside of your work. All of that will add up over, over tens of thousands of employees, and it becomes a really big business benefit. Yeah, it's the productivity, but you know, think of the power of that PowerPoint that I'm going to give is going to be mm -hmm. so much more impactful. So whether it's an internal presentation, a customer presentation, it's going to be more impactful, so my impact is greater as well. Yeah. Now, so we talk about Windows 10, we talk about Office Pro Plus. The third aspect of you as you modernize your workplace is having more and more of your management and security delivered from the cloud. Yes. Okay. 
And so as you think about how we deliver from the cloud, it's all about how do we learn at the scale of the cloud and then apply that learning to each individual device or each individual tenant. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the best examples of this is what we're doing to help organizations eliminate the, the human testing that is required to upgrade from one version of Windows to another in what we call desktop analytics. Yeah, and desktop analytics is just going to help you to take all of the, the great things that Microsoft has learned by looking at all of the global Windows 10 install base. And it's going to take things like, have I been using a driver that crashes often? And it'll tell you, yeah, okay, you've been using a driver that crashes often. If you roll back to this previous version, it'll increase your stability. It'll make it easier to deploy Windows, keep it upgraded, keep everybody running all at the same time. You know, the way I think about this, I, I've yet to meet with an IT individual, a leader, you know, or an implementer, who doesn't have a to-do list that doesn't have a bottom. Yeah. You know, I can take up my, my to-do list, I never get to the bottom of it. So you're constantly trying to figure out what the what is the most impactful place for you to spend your time. Mm -hmm. And so one of the big things we're able to deliver as we learn from the cloud is to help give you guidance on where the most impactful place to spend your time is. You're gonna see more and more of that coming out from us. Yeah. But it's all about you know automating things. You know, in this case, it's all about learning from the more than 800 million Windows 10 PCs that send telemetry back to us, the 180 million monthly active users of Office 365, and then being able to take a look at your PC estate and come back with a report that says, hey, of your 5,000 PCs, of your 1,000 applications, here are the handful that are going to be incompatible with Windows. We can now automate that. You don't have to do that manual testing anymore. And I think the sweet spot with this comes from being able to take what you're doing today and then transform that. Exactly, and so that, that's actually a really common question, which is, man, I, I, I hear that vision, it makes sense to me, how do I get there? Mm -hmm. Right, so let's walk through that, but but first, you know, we talked about the, the twins challenge on YouTube. Yeah. You know, here's here's an example of these, you know, these, uh, these, these twins and the challenge that they had. It's worth, you know, these are three minutes long, yeah. it's worth taking 10 minutes and going watching these three challenges. I, when I, when I saw this as the campaign was being put together, I, you know, I, I shot an email back to the, to the leader on this, and man, these are brilliant because it is, it just shows the, the difference. Yes. All right, so let's go dive into now, and let's, um, let's talk a little bit about how you get to, to using these cloud capabilities, these cloud insights, mm -hmm. understanding where you start from today. So let's, let's actually take a little bit of history as we go into this. Yeah. You know, you and I were talking right before, and uh, you know, I started um, building PC management tools back in 1995. So I literally am coming up on 25 years. You think, you know, maybe I'll get it right one of these days. <laughs> Um, but it's really interesting, all those 25 years, there's been some commonalities of issues that we've run into. And the number of times that I've had a customer call into our support organization and, you know, maybe they were using the config manager, you know, or even SMS on, on a device, and, you know, either intentionally or accidentally there was another management agent that was put on that device and inevitably it's caused problems. You know, you have two devices or two agents on the same device trying to manage the device and it just becomes kind of a power struggle. Yeah. And yeah. it's just so easy to have conflicting policies set. And so, you know, historically, you could go take a look at any of the management, the management tools and on their website it'll talk about, hey, don't use two management agents on the same device because it is a bad experience and you will have conflicts and your devices will get damaged. Yeah. It's, it's a really simple thing, isn't it? You send a, a piece of information down, you set, a, set something to, um, to yes, and then the alternate piece of tooling that's on there, sends something yeah. down, it says the same bit of information to know, yeah. and then it just flip-flops between the two, and the device state is never really known. Yep, so this is the place we've existed at for, you know, mm -hmm. 20, 25 years in terms of PC management. But now, you know, there's a time warp here, now as we come into Windows 10, almost every customer is starting with Config Manager, yep. but Windows 10 comes with an MDM layer, mm -hmm. and then you have Intune that is tied into that MDM layer. Yeah. And so organizations look at this, and they're going to be using Config Manager and Intune on their devices, you know, for for a while. It's not like you come in today and say, "Hey, I'm Config Manager AD Group Policy," and tomorrow I'm going to be entirely Intune. 
And so the reality is, you know, organizations are going to stay in this kind of a state for a while. And it's interesting, you know, people have asked me, hey, you know, like what's your level of investment in Config Manager these days? There are more people working on Config Manager today than there have been in more than a decade. Yeah. And so my investment in Config Manager is high. And we're, you know, that's where, where, where so much of the base is. But, you know, customers were really clear with this of, you know, hey, we see how you're going to add value of Intune to Config Manager. And as we've designed this, we don't think about Intune and Config Manager as two separate things. We think about Intune as the edge of your Config Manager deployment. And the way that we add cloud intelligence to Config Manager is through Intune. And so understanding that this is where most people start at, and it's going to be a journey as you, you know, some may choose to stay here indefinitely. Some people may choose to migrate to Intune over time. Hey, do, do what's best for your organization. We're not going to force it. Yeah. But let me show you what we've done here. And so you think about this is the configuration of a device. You've got, you know, Config Manager talking to its, 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 its um, server. Mm -hmm. You've got Intune talking to the cloud service. And so, you know, you think about this, you've got two agents mm -hmm. on the same device talking to two separate services. And customers have said, you, gotta, you have to guarantee there's no conflict. You have to make sure that this works. Mm -hmm. So there's been a ton of work that we've done here, both in terms of Config Manager and the Intune service talking, as well as the agents on the device. And this is what we call co-management. Yeah. And literally what co-management means is Intune and Config Manager are literally working together, the agents and the services, to provide the best experience possible, add cloud power from the edge or from the cloud onto your Config Manager deployment, and guarantee programmatically that you cannot have conflicting policies set on a single device that would cause that device to be damaged. And just from a pure engineering point of view, that means that both the, the people that are working on Intune and the people that are working on Configuration Manager, same team. they've got to be talking constantly, haven't yeah, they? It's the Every same Every single day. Yeah, it's not, it's not even a separate team. And so, you know, literally, if, you were to, if I were to walk you through, there have been multiple feature teams for more than three years who have been working on co-management. Because if you think about it for a minute here, one of the things that we have to do is we have to know who the authoritative source is for every object and every attribute on an object. Mm -hmm. Is it Config Manager? Is it Intune? And so we've mapped this to quite literally on every single object. You know, we know, for example, in a Config Manager world, it's all about AD objects. Yep. In an Intune world, it's about AAD devices. And so we've mapped them, we've mapped the attributes, and we know exactly at, at any given time who is the authoritative source that can make changes to every object and every attribute. And that's how we guarantee that there's no conflicts. So that really does literally mean that I can think of moving my, um, and we'll come to this a little later, but it means I can think of moving my updates from Configman over to Intune, but leave everything else being managed by Configman that's until right. I'm ready to do that. That's right. And that coordination of the, of the two services happens continuously yeah. The process. This is just like the, 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 the Intune and the Config Manager service talk, you know, once or twice a day. It's continual. Mm -hmm. Like as an example, as you do, as you enable co-management, your devices are all talking to Intune multiple times a day. Every time Intune gets a heartbeat or an update, it's communicating back to Config Manager. Here's what I've heard. Mm -hmm. Here's the update. And so it is continual. And it, it, is, it has been a significant amount of engineering work. So what would happen if we didn't have those two engineering teams working together? Yeah. What would that lead to? Yeah, so that actually leads into what we call coexistence. And so mm -hmm. this is co-management. This is a unique Config Manager to Intune capability where we have spent the engineering resources and time to have this deep level of coordination. But we also talk about coexistence. And coexistence is for those scenarios where, you know, maybe somebody wants to use a different MDM solution other than Intune. We think it'll be a minority. But in that scenario, you've got a third-party um, management agent on that that's talking to its own server. Yeah. And I, you know, I intentionally draw this as a server because most of the MDM solutions out there are not cloud services. They're client-server um, solutions that are, that are operating in that model. Mm -hmm. And so in this model, you know, you literally have got two agents on the device talking to two separate back-end servers. 
um, there's no coordination at all. And so in this kind of an environment, you know, this goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of this particular session. And we talked about, you know, historically for the 25 years that I've been working on this, you, you, it's, it's, it's been impossible to have two management agents on the same device because there will be conflict. Mm -hmm. And so what we've done in this to, to, to enable this is when we detect that there is a non-Intune MDM solution on the device, in order to programmatically guarantee that there's not a, not, not a case where there could be conflict set, we actually take Config Manager, and for the workloads where we know where there could be conflicts, we set Config Manager into what we call a read-only mode. Mm -hmm. And that defers those workloads to the MDM solution. So from the Microsoft point of view, we're doing exactly what customers was, would want us to do, and we are actually stopping conflict. That's right. We, we, we are, and, we, and, and the way that we, we know there is conflict is because we've had customers call us and say, hey, here's the, the configuration I'm in. I'm having problems with my PC, and so we go and investigate it. And we, we've just seen case after case where there's been conflicting policies. And so we want to make sure that that doesn't happen because it, it literally can, you can brick mm -hmm. your entire PC estate if you do the wrong thing here. Yeah. So it's all about putting programmatic guards in place to make sure that PCs are, are always kept in a good state. Yeah. Okay? But that's coexistence. Mm -hmm. Coexistence is very, very different than co-management. Okay? And so we actually put a slide here together to help everybody understand what the difference is. And so you know, let's say that you're an existing config manager customer. Here are the capabilities that you have right now. Mm -hmm. As you add co-management with Intune, all of these new capabilities light up. And so, you know, all of the things that you've been using on-premises continue to work, but now you get risk-based access control through conditional access, autopilot, all the integration that we have done with the security solutions from Microsoft and Microsoft 365 like SecureScore, all this telemetry-driven policy like your security baselines, all the complete application management of all the different kinds of applications, as well as you know all of the things that we do in Microsoft 365 with analytics through the Graph API, all that lights up, and it's all additive on top of what you're doing in Config Manager. And it's one of the key things to understand here is you can turn on co-management, nothing changes from what you're currently doing, but you get all this new value, you get mm -hmm. all this new insight that comes from the cloud to make you better and to enable you to better serve your users. Yeah, it gives you that power with that simplicity that can only come from Microsoft 365. And it's been awesome to watch what has happened over the last three months as the number of, of organizations that have turned on co-management. It's just like, it's just shot through the roof. It's yeah. amazing to watch. You know, so actually is one of my favorite dashboards to come in and take a look at every single morning is mm -hmm. how many new customers and how many new devices became under co-management in the last 24 hours. And it's really cool because people are really beginning to grasp now just the power of attaching the Microsoft Cloud to the, uh, to the SCCM deployment. And just I want to reiterate here, we are investing in, in SCCM and you, and you should stay there as long as it makes sense for you. But all this cloud intelligence, all this cloud power makes your SCCM better. And we think about SCCM and Intune as one continuum, as one solution. So then the next column is, well, if I'm in a coexistence model, how does it look? What mm -hmm. works, what doesn't work? And so right here you can see everything that has a check or a check works. Mm -hmm. Everything that has an X next to it, we basically, when we detect a non-Intune MDM, we put SCCM into read-only mode for that workload because we know that there are potential conflicts that could damage the PC. Yeah, and let's just talk about a couple of those potential conflicts. Let's say Win32 app management. One that you could very commonly get into there is you have one version of an application mm -hmm. being deployed from ConfigMan, yep. one version of the yep. same application, different version being installed Which one from... Wins? And it, let's just say that they keep moving and upgrading each other. You're constantly deploying yep. software. Constantly pulling Same constantly thing with conditional wire. access. You could have one solution. If you have a single registry setting different between what conditional access policies are, mm -hmm. one or the other solution will always fire off non-compliance. And so the, the, the device gets into a state where it's perpetually non-compliant. Yeah, and let's take something like hardware and software inventory. 
In that case, you're going to get hardware and software inventory back from both providers. But then you've got the depth of work that it takes to actually run through all of those hardware and software inventories and work out which one yeah. is necessarily more accurate. And imagine that if you're doing it from a compliance standpoint, and you've got to make sure to understand what's the current compliance state of those devices based on your inventory. It just adds a lot of work and it completely takes away the simplicity that you'd be getting from M365. And then all these Microsoft 365 scenarios at the bottom here, you know, there, there's nothing on that road because it's just not applicable because without, without Intune there, those, those M365 scenarios just don't work. Yeah, things like Secure Score actually is a great call yeah. from that. You're not going to be able to use Secure Score to be able to understand your level of um, overall security because we're not going to be able to pull that information through from a very critical part of the infrastructure that's managing the device. Yeah. So it's interesting, when you look at this, we've actually enabled something that was, has never been enabled in the past, which is two different management agents from two different companies to coexist on a device. Mm -hmm. But we've all, as we've done that, we've also taken the step to make sure that programmatically, not having to rely on humans, we can ensure that there, there are no conflicting policies set. And, that, yeah. and that's the difference between co-management and coexistence. I think it's really important for other people to understand the difference on that. Mm -hmm. So then the question becomes, well, how do I move into co-management? Yeah, okay? absolutely. And we've had some fun with this over the last year. I mean, it literally is four clicks of the mouse to turn on co-management. Mm -hmm. You as an SCCM administrator, you go into the SCCM console, and it literally is four clicks of the mouse, and we, then you attach your Intune service, your tenant, mm -hmm. to your config manager deployment, and that literally is all there is to it. Yeah. But then you get this experience inside of the SCCM console. And this is where you decide what workloads you want to have managed where. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you can see here, here are some of the workloads. Compliance, device configuration, apps. And you'll notice here there are three stops on this slider bar. There's Config Manager, Pilot Intune, and then Full Intune. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, if I were to take, like you look at this slide right here, for compliance policies, this is conditional access. The slider bar has been moved to uh, Intune, mm -hmm. and so what that has done is Config Manager has been put into read-only for all the devices and all the attributes on those devices that deal with, with, with conditional access. And only Intune can write to those attributes. And so we've programmatically here guaranteeing that you can never have a situation where an administrator sets up a conditional access policy in Configuration Manager, then another con uh, conditional access policy is set up in Intune, and they conflict. Yeah. Now, one of the things that we've actually um, just released is a little bit of a a good add-in to this is uh, into the pilot phase here, mm -hmm. as of uh, technical preview 1906, we can target multiple collections inside of ConfigMan to be inside of the pilot group. And that was a big customer ask to actually be able to do that level of control. Yeah, and so, you know, just expounding upon that, when you move from Config Manager to Intune Pilot, you can identify a group of users or a group of devices that you want to be in your pilot. So say you've got an organization of 2,000 devices. Mm -hmm. You can take 100, put that into a group, you pilot Intune on those 100. For everything else, it stays the same. Yep. It stays with Config Manager, that workload. And then when you're comfortable, you can then move that to Intune. And again, we programmatically do that. And there are 11 workloads here. You know, you can go through there. And one of the beauties of this is you may decide that there are certain things that you want to do in Config Manager for a long, long time, but you want to add some of the value from Intune. You can do that through these workloads. If you want to move entirely over time from Config Manager up to Intune, this gives you a way to do it one workload at a time, mm -hmm. which is low risk. And yep. So as I think about co-management, there really are two um, reasons that you should be looking at this. And like, like one of the things I, I would encourage you, every Config Manager customer should have co-management turned on. There's no reason to not turn it on mm -hmm. because nothing changes aside from you get more value. But the two big values are, one, take all the value from the Microsoft Cloud and apply that to your Config Manager deployment. And the second, this gives you a very easy way if you want to move workloads up into the Cloud um, from Config Manager to Intune. It's a no-risk, it's a no low-risk 
way to go do that. Yeah. Now, just to, to, to kind of like use this same graphic here to talk about the difference between co-management and coexistence. If we detect that there is a non-in-tune MDM authority on the device, essentially we move the workloads uh, that would be um, con where there could be potential conflicts, and essentially they get all moved away from Config Manager mm -hmm. and to guarantee that Config Manager cannot set a conflicting policy and, and, and damage the PC. Yeah, that's the, it's exactly the right thing yeah. to do for the end user and for the organization. So that's modernizing your modern workplace, specifically talking about Windows. Yeah. As we talk about how we would encourage you to modernize your experience for IT and more importantly for your users, Get onto Windows 10, use the Office Pro Plus applications and put that power of the cloud in the hands of your users, and then start to use these cloud management insights and take into and make that the edge of your Config Manager deployment and start utilizing that knowledge and that intelligence to automate more and more. And yeah. that's how you modernize. It certainly is. Brad, thank you very much for joining me on this great. episode of the Endpoint Zone. We will see you folks on the next episode of the Endpoint Zone with Brad Anderson.